again, everybody. Welcome to episode 22. I am Kitty, and I am joined again by my mom, Becky. Hello. Today's episode might not be for everybody, and that is perfectly okay. If you would rather not hear this one, feel free to skip it. We'll see you on the next one. Because today we're going to be going over some actually useful sex education type stuff since so many school systems fail spectacularly at it, especially for the LGBT plus community. We're also potentially going to be touching on some heavier subjects like sexual assault and Consent. how to get out of it when people don't want to take no for an answer. So again, if this isn't your cup of tea, especially if you're sex repulsed and the whole idea is just like, oh god, no, feel free to skip this one. No hard feelings. We have two lists here. We have... They're the ones that are... They're more broad, whereas the nine most common are... A little more specific. The first one is, how do I have sex? How you have sex, that's a very broad question and kind of depends on your definition of sex. There's lots of different... Yeah, when you're talking actual sexual activity as in touching genitals. You know, you have solo sex, aka masturbation. You have oral sex, manual slash digital sex where you use your hands. You have penetrative sex, which could be Toys. standard intercourse and or anal. There's multiple ways to do the thing. And, and then there's always tantric sex, which is largely mental. in your mind. Yeah, like you don't actually touch each other, if at all. Yeah. It's more the power of the imagination and mind. Yes, know? yes. I have no idea how to do that one, but for most other forms of sex, it involves touching and stimulation and with the express purpose of either becoming more aroused or getting to an orgasm. Yeah. All of these things largely depend on the person or persons involved. Generally speaking, though, it will involve a bit of insert tab A into slot B. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or in the case of lady on lady, connect slot A to slot B. <laughs> Yes. Whatever the slot may be, whether it's but a mouth or a... In all cases involving sex or sexual contact, consent is first and foremost communication. Yeah. Please, people, if you are old enough to have sex, you are old enough to have honest, open communication about it. Sex should be fun, okay? If you can't laugh and have fun with it, you don't need to be doing it. Yeah. It's also a case of, like, I realize that most societies, even ours in the so-called enlightened Western world, are very uptight and prudish, and sex is kind of like a taboo thing, and it can be embarrassing to talk about, like, I would like you to do this with me in this particular way. You really need to overcome that embarrassment. It's for the good of everybody involved. Right. Yeah, it can be embarrassing at first, especially when you're young or you come from like a very religious or strict, or strict upbringing. But it's important. It's you, very you, important. You, you have to overcome that embarrassment. Question two, what is sex? Again, kind of a broad definition or question rather. Again, defining sex is going to largely depend, depend on the person, on the person or persons involved. I would say sex, like in the strictest sense, is when you have two or more consenting people of appropriate age that are engaging in any activity with the sole purpose of sexual gratification. Sexual gratification, becoming more 
eroticism becoming aroused or more aroused, seeking sexual release. That would be sex. Whether that's serious making out or, as my great-grandmother used to put it, bumping uglies. Yeah. In whatever configuration you would like to do that in. What does sex feel like? It depends! <laughs> sex can be one of these things that can, while you're engaged in it, the endorphins and the nerve endings that are stimulated and all that can feel very, very wonderful. It can also cause serious, serious mental and emotional issues. Yeah. So it mm -hmm. can be really, really positive or it can be really, really awful. It depends it, on like what the situation is. Like, yes. And it depends on what the individual's mindset is. Yeah. If you were raised in a super, super strict upbringing where sex is something that is awful, 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 horribly sinful, terribly bad, chances are your first few experiences are not going to go well. Yeah, you're going to feel very guilty feel and very low af afterwards. and dirty afterwards, which you shouldn't. No, because... And that's one of the things I... Because at its core, mm, because at its core, sex is a basic biological function, like... 90% of the living world does it. Even plants do it in their own weird way. Exactly. Anything that reproduces sexually does the thing. Does the thing. It should not be as whoo as it is. No, it should not. People are dumb. And the reason that I felt like this was something we needed to talk about with our ace universe mm -hmm. is because asexuality is a spectrum. There are people that fall all different places like you and I, where spectrum. we'd be considered sex positive or sex neutral, where we <clears> both <throat> had sex. Yep. It was fine. Yeah. In my case, and I'm relatively sure in yours as well, it's kind of like, okay, this is nice when it's done right and done well. It's enjoyable. It's not necessarily any more enjoyable than like, for me, playing a video game or drawing something or reading a good book. It's nice, but it's not the end-all, be-all the way it is for, like, some allosexual people. I, I could never really understand the hype about it, but... Yeah, I'll agree with that. How can I have a sex dream? Well, there are ways you could probably set yourself up where the mind would be... More receptive, more receptive to, to it by like if you either... obsess over sex and sexy things all day, chances, right. especially since your brain most often, whatever is most on your mind, your brain is very likely going to expound upon when you're asleep. So if you ob like obsess your brain with sex and sex related things all day, especially if you have a specific person in mind, chances are. The thing will happen. You can it's also, also a thing, especially for women, where like ninety percent of sex for women is in above is the uh, yeah, it's above the neck. <laughs> well, it's also a, a case of, of like pre-period, post-period when yeah, there's the, a lot of hormone when the stuff. Baby making hormones are at their peak. Chances are your body is going to be more hypersensitive. Your mind and think you're more likely to be in an aroused state for seemingly no goddamn reason because the chemical soup that our brains produce is like, oh, now is the time to do the thing. So chances are around that time, the ladies will likely have or be more likely to have sex dreams. <laughs> How can I have good sex? Find a partner who's a good listener will not take it as an attack on their personage for you to go, hey, I would like it better if we did this instead of this. Communicate. Again, communication. Open, honest communication is absolutely vital. If you don't tell vital. them, 
about points X, Y, and Z, and whether they are positive or negative, humans are not mind readers. As cool as that would be in some instances, it's not a thing that we, we that our brains have yet figured out how to do with any reliability, if at all. So they're not going to be able to guess that you don't like it when they go three degrees to the left like a jackhammer, unless you tell them you don't like it when they go three degrees to the left like a jackhammer. More to the right, honey. More to the right. Thank and slower. You. That's it. Right there. Right there. That's the spot. You have to tell them this. How do I kiss? Wow. You mash is... your mouth holes together. No. Yeah. That <laughs> is that. something that, sadly, practice. That That's we all kinda, that's going to get you there. Yeah, we kind of covered that in the one magazine episode yep. with the kissing horror stories. Is like, yes. It takes practice. Why does sex feel good? Again, Chemicals. chemical soup in the brain and nerve endings. Friction. The body is designed so that in order to further the species, reproduction was made fun yeah. and enjoyable so that you would be more likely to engage in it to further the species. Yeah. That's that's how it works. <laughs> Why does it hurt when I have sex? This has multiple Yes, there are things. many, many reasons it can hurt to engage in sex. The uh, most common ones are not being aroused enough, a lack of lubrication. Not being gentle enough you know just doing things either too quickly too hard and then of course there are also medical actual issues. medical conditions like genitopelvic pain slash penetration disorder which i don't know if there's like a male counterpart to that but i know for women genitopelvic pain or penetration disorder literally anything even like period products anything being inserted basically the muscles just like Lockdown. Regardless of whether you want them to or not, lock down and then anything going up there is exceptionally painful. There are also endometriosis can cause severe discomfort severe discomfort or pain in that region. Pelvic uh, inflammatory disease. I mean, there's, there's, there's a number of, I know that there are a short list of vaginal issues health-wise that are generally long-term that can cause that. In most cases, if it is not person-specific, like when I have sex with this person, this is the result. You probably should talk to a medical professional. Again, you've got to get past the, the, embarrassment, the embarrassment of ooh, sex and genital-related stuff. Trust me, these people have heard it all. They've heard it all. You're it's not going to say anything. Yeah, They've never their heard job. it before. It's their job. They've had to deal with all kinds of crazy crap. And it's also a case of like, especially if it's not like like one person specific, like Jimmy Joe Bob the third just is not good at it. Whereas your other partners have been. Some of these issues like endometriosis, pelvic inflammatory disorder, they can have other bigger issues elsewhere. So getting it addressed well. isn't just a just sex so I can related, have sex just thing. so that I can have good sex thing. It's a thing of like, Better this health. can seriously impact your health negatively down, especially with like endometriosis. If it doesn't confine itself just to the uterine area, it can literally grow itself around other organs and cause incredible issues. So please, 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 if it hurts regardless, please go talk to your doctor and take care of yourself. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. Exactly. Listen to your body when it's telling you something's wrong. How long does it take to get pregnant? Up to four days. There are exceptions, of course. You could, you know, Some within minutes and maybe as long as six days. I don't think it can go beyond that. But four day window from the time you have the have sex, the sex uh, until consent 
disruption actually occurs. So there's a pretty broad window there that you have to be aware of. Because the, the female body can kind of hold on to and store the needed material for about 48 hours. And then, of course, it takes them a little bit of time to actually can take reach about the egg. 48 hours for them to get there and another 48 that we might hold on to it and eventually let it go. Yeah. Generally, up to four days. <laughs> How do you put on a condom? Okay, this is actually a lot easier than it sounds. Most condoms, when you open the wrapper, they are already rolled up. They're ready to use. Yeah, you simply place it against the tip of the penis and then gently roll, it, roll down. it down the length. That's it. It's not that complicated. Make sure, especially for the gentlemen, <coughs> that you're getting condoms that are the right size for you. If they're yes. too tight, it's going to be uncomfortable. If they're too loose, if it's going to be ineffective. Or, or if both, in both of those issues, it can also break. Yeah, it'll be more likely to tear, break, not do the thing you want it to do. So, yeah. Make sure you're getting ones that fit and are comfortable. They're not, like, cutting off circulation or causing and, you discomfort. And gentlemen, please... Please, please, always bring, bring your, your own. own condoms. Because some people are crazy and shady and do dumb stuff like poke holes in them and whatnot. And ladies, make certain you have a backup plan. Yes. So that if for any reason you think this guy is shady and he might have holes in his condom to trap you, yeah. you need to make have sure a backup plan. Make sure you are on birth control or please. that you know where to get kind of a plan B pill if some, or in the event of like an accident, it breaks, whatever. Always have a backup plan. Yes. Please, <laughs> How please, long please, does please. sex last? It depends on the people involved. Yes, always. I have had some partners who it was very brief like under 15 minutes. Then I had the one idiot who liked to tie me into a pretzel and jump up and down on me for two plus hours. Was not fun. Here again, the length of time you are engaged in this activity has little to do with how much enjoyment you get out of it. Yeah, because trust me, the two plus hours, I didn't get much out of that at all. It's always, Ever. always, always about quality, mm -hmm. not quantity. Now we get into the nine most common sex questions. The first one is, can you get pregnant on your period? Technically, oh, this is such a bad spot because... Technically, no, but yes. Exactly, because your cervix can hold on to sperm for up to four days. Up to 48 hours, So, yeah. while you're actively bleeding, probably not as likely, but because it does hold on to it, the first it, it's week, possible. It's the very first possible. week to two weeks after your per directly after your period are generally when you are going to be the most fertile, the most, fertile, the most likely to get pregnant. Yes. And here's the good rule to follow for everyone out there. If you are engaging in sex, you could get pregnant. Yeah. If you want to guarantee you don't get pregnant, don't have sex. Don't have sex. <laughs> it's that direct. Like, as cliche as it sounds, abstinence really is the best birth control. If you're not putting tab A into slot B, yep. you ain't gonna get a baby. It's that simple. <laughs> How do I make sure I orgasm? Oh, that, well? is, that is so specific to each person. Yeah. You have to find out what works best for you, where you need to be touched, how you need to be touched. A lot of it, especially with women, is largely mental and emotional. Yeah. Men have a little bit easier time with that, but also for them, mental and emotional plays into it too. It's not yeah. all about just the penor. 
Everybody needs to be in the right mindset. Everybody needs to be open, honest, and just enjoying each other. Yeah. Don't make it a job. Don't make it stress-inducing. Don't make it awful for everyone. Yeah. It shouldn't be that. No. It should never be that. It should be about loving each other and wanting a bond that this can create. If yeah. it's anything other than that, it's probably not going to be great for anyone involved. What do I do when the condom breaks? Ooh, have a backup plan. Again. As, as yeah. we discussed. There are many plan different... B. There are many different plans. There's one called Ella. Which, which is, apparently is more effective than Plan B. Right. And you can, inst with Plan B, it's generally best if you take that, like, immediately, immediately after, like, within 28 to 48, <laughs> 24 20. to 48 hours. Whereas Ella is apparently more like, you can take that up to five days after and be all right. But always, always, always have a backup plan. Yeah. If you do not want babies... And here again, this is as much about protecting yourself from STDs as it is mm -hmm. about pregnancy. You need to be on some form of basic birth control, whether that's the pill or one of the subdermals or please, please, please do not use one that's called Encare. Do not the stuff or fails. Or Depo-Provera shot. And do not, oh, the Depo shot is so awful for you. When they chemically castrate sex offenders, that's what they use. So if you're taking the depo injection to not get pregnant, you're it doing your body your, it more will mess harm. your shit up. Down you're doing the line. your body more harm than you could possibly know. As my poor mother found out. <laughs> yeah, because each one of those injections can take up to two years to work out of your system. So if you've had one injection for two years, you've got that crap in your system. If you've had two of them, four years. And it just keeps going. Yeah. And that stuff is so awful for your body it has and a your crap mind ton of other it's issues terrible yeah <laughs> does penis size matter no but yes this is it's very individual. individual it matters based on what is comfortable for your body exactly in terms of does size matter in the long run of getting you there if your partner is attentive and courteous no no. You can have someone... On either end of the spectrum. And if they're decent at what they're doing, they'll be able to make it a fun experience for you. In my sexually active life, prior to figuring out that Arrow and Ace are a thing, I've had partners literally the whole range. I've had average, I've had small, I've had large. Funny, <laughs> average to small has the best track record of getting me there. The two guys that were at the high end of the spectrum, the one was built like a porn star and tried to perform like one, which please, for the love of God, do not use porn as what sex should be and how it should oh, be performed. Please, no. It because is not. it is not. It is so Sex not. is meant to be fantasy material. That is not what actual sex is meant to be like. No. If you try to perform like the people you see in porn, you are sadly, You are not going to get your partner anywhere. No. And you are sadly, sadly disappointed 99.999% of the time. Do but not like, use pornography as a blueprint. Yeah. Please. He was built like a porn star. He unfortunately tried to perform like one and... Didn't go well. No. Ever. Again, communication. It's absolutely vital. And trust me, when they're on the large end of the spectrum and they're not all that good at or know what they're doing with it, it can be quite uncomfortable and even painful. The human body is only made to deal with so much of anything. I can fully remember like walking around for a couple of days afterwards with that idiot 
It felt like he had bruised my guts with his nonsense. Because he probably had. Communicate. Communicate. If something doesn't feel good, don't do it. Yeah. If something is uncomfortable and you don't like it that big... That's a thing. Perfectly valid. If something isn't big enough and doesn't do it for you, again, perfectly valid. You gotta find what works for you. But I think in the grander scheme of things, like I said, if you have a partner who is giving and considerate and attentive to your wants and needs, the size won't really matter much there because they'll find a way to get you where you want to go. Exactly. <laughs> Can you get pregnant in water? Yes. yes. <laughs> if the penis is anywhere near the vagina, whether it is actually inserted or just rubbing against the outside, you can get pregnant. If seminal fluids are making contact with the pulani, there is a chance, however slim, that you will get pregante. Yes. That's just how we do. Pregantan? Do you have to take your birth control pill at the same time each day? No. No. You don't need to set an alarm and be super, super anal about, oh my God, it's 9.01, I have to take my pill. No. As long as you're taking it every day, regardless of whether it's at the exact same time every day, you're fine. Well, it's best Part of to... the reason doctors tell you to take it every day at the same time is so that you get into the routine of taking it every day. Because the failure rate with like birth control pills is largely from people forgetting and missing pills. And doubling up on them the next day does not, not help. Work. It doesn't work. It doesn't, doesn't help. help. All it does is fuck up your body's hormonal balance and exactly. How much is too much masturbation? If you have made your genital region irritated, ouchy, itchy, inflamed, whatever, you're doing it too much. Give it a break. Or if it's becoming a thing that your brain is obsessed with. If it's, it's all you think about, it's, it's impacting, impacting your, your life, job, your relationships, right. etc. Then you're doing it too much and you need to go talk to somebody. Should you still use protection for oral sex? Yes. yes. It's less about getting pregnant and more about protecting yourself against diseases. There's some really wicked ones out there, people. Yeah. We all know their names. Some of them are lifelong. Some of them end the life earlier. Yeah. But in all cases, always protect yourself. Yeah. Always. If you're dealing with a penis, you can just put a condom on it and that will do the trick. Or you can double up. Lesbians will be familiar with dental dams, which is a, a thin film it's that a thin goes film over that the you female put, parts. To... That you put either in your mouth or on the punani to kind of create a thin barrier so that you can still do the thing without exposing your body to potential diseases. So even if you are, you know, with a male personage, it is, I've heard, possible to double up on that. You put yes. a condom on the penor, you put the dental dam in your mouth, and you go. But yes, you should still be using protection for oral. If it's somebody that you're not, like, in a long-term relationship with, you don't know their sexual history, whether they're free and clean or, you know. Can you get pregnant from free cum? Yes. yes. The pull-out game doesn't work. <laughs> Pull-out game doesn't work. I'll only put the tip in. Wrong. No. Again. You can get pregnant from that. If <laughs> seminal fluid is coming into contact with, with the, the vagina, pulani. we are having pregnancy issues. That's it. Period. End up. Potentially. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, folks, I really, really have got to make this clear. Consent. Mm -hmm. Okay? If someone is intoxicated, they cannot give consent. 
if they are high out of their gourd on whatever, whether it's weed or heroin, cannot give consent. If someone is under the age of 16, they cannot give consent. They do not, at that point in time, have the emotional maturity or the mental maturity to give consent. It's just not possible. Considering that the human brain doesn't fully set itself into adulthood until 25. Exactly. So anything under 16, I don't care if they are telling you yes, 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 yes. They cannot give consent. Just don't. Keep your appendages to yourself. Exactly. Now, here's another thing I have had to deal with in my life, in my daughter's life. I've had friends had to deal with it. Yeah. And I want to make this very clear. If you say no and someone continues to badger, guilt, and otherwise harass <clears throat> you, keeps trying to get you to change your mind, whatever. Well, no on, means on. no. If somebody just says, oh, fine, do whatever. You that know, is if not or, consent. Or fine, if it'll shut you up. That's not consent. That is not consent. If the person you are trying to engage in sex with is not 100% on board, do not. Don't chase them down and hound them about it. Do not ever put your hands on somebody or any other part of your anatomy on somebody that isn't 100% willing and able to give consent and be involved in this activity. Happily involved. Happily involved, yes. I get so annoyed with, well, she said do it. She said it was fine. No, she didn't. She said do whatever if it'll make you shut up. That is not at all That's consent. not the same thing as yes. That is not at all consent. And I hate to throw the R word out there, but it is. Sexual assault is not just when you hold somebody down or threaten somebody's life or any of that. It is any time you are engaging in an activity for your own sexual gratification that the other person does not willingly want to be part of. It's that simple. Yep. Now, ways to, um, this is going to be a little kind of gross and disgusting for some of you, and I understand that. If you are in a situation where someone is not taking no for an answer. And they're being, especially they're if they're being, being handsy about it, and they're like, well, I'm going to do it anyway, regardless of what you say. If you are not in a position where you feel like you can fight back, i.e. hitting them or pushing them off or any of that sort of thing, here are some very basic ways. If you can urinate on yourself, pee your pants. That's generally really good at dissuading them. Is it disgusting? Yes. Does it tend to make them go, oh, gross? Yes. Yeah, make a, make a physical mess of yourself. Pee, you, poo, vomit. Whatever you can do to make yourself less, less attractive in every regard. Even most power assertive rapists We'll be like, are, are, are not going to be real thrilled if somebody has urinated or defecated on themselves. Or vomited. Well, sometimes the vomit doesn't work as much as you think, but yeah. other times they got a weak stomach and it works like a charm. Do not ever try to appeal to someone's better nature. Yeah, no. They may not have one. Yeah. Always try to invoke their self-interest. Mm-hmm. That'll get you a lot more leverage. Don't use things like, well, I have AIDS. You might not want to do this because you'll get AIDS. Yeah, they may say, oh, I have it too, babe. Let's go. Yeah. So they... try to do something to make yourself disgusting. Pee on yourself, poop your pants, barf on them, whatever. Be very aware, ladies, please, 
It can take up to 30 seconds for a man to fully experience whatever pain you're causing in the genital region. Yeah, sometimes there's a very delayed reaction. 30 seconds is a long time to wait. When, when somebody in, is like forcing themselves on you. Or is, you know, harming you in any way. Well, that is the, not always the, the best engagement. Yes. Also good for y'all to know that when you're dealing... Sometimes nutting them, it might take a lot longer than you wanted it to yes. for them to curl up into a ball and start crying. And <laughs> I have heard, you know, well, if he sticks it in my mouth, I'm just going to bite him. Yeah. That can also get you very, very hurt. Yeah, because they still have arms and legs and they might beat you, beat the hell out of you for it. So be very careful with that. Just always, always, always keep in mind, if you're being assaulted, your goal is to survive. Yeah. Your goal is to survive. As undamaged as physically possible. Exactly. Don't do anything that is going to put you in more immediate physical danger. That is why I suggest things like pee in your pants or poop in your pants or barfing all over yourself. Because those things will not cause you more damage. In the lot. But you know. will more often than not make somebody go, oh, oh no, no, I don't my. think I want that now. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything physical can potentially cause you more harm. Yeah, and it please potentially, be safe. Yeah. Please, please, please keep yourself safe always. As cliche as it sounds, please don't go and put yourself in situations where I get it, drinking is fun. I'm not much of an alcohol person. Or I've, drugs. I've never been a drug person. But I get that that's some people's thing. They like to go out and they like to get blasted. But if you're going to do that, please go with somebody trustworthy who has your back and can pull you out of a bad situation if it arises. Don't go out and do stuff like that alone where you're putting yourself at risk to be victimized. Victimized in any capacity, be that kidnapped, murdered, whatever. assaulted, human trafficked, whatever. Always be safe, folks. Now, as much I'm not as trying to say that if you're yeah. out and drinking that that gives somebody the right to do it this to you. It does not. It does not. It absolutely does not. And the, but, it would, the world would be a much better place if we could all go out, have fun the way we want to, and not have to worry about somebody victimizing us, regardless of our gender. But unfortunately, the world is not that place. No, does the world it make has it predators partly, in it. Does it make it partly your fault if you go no, out and get blasted never. in that? No, absolutely not. It does not make it, it does not make it any your, way your fault, fault at all. But by the same token... Please as just suck try as, to be safe. As suck as it is, there are terrible people in the world who will do terrible things to others simply because for they the can. fucking kick of it. So until those people are no longer an issue, please be responsible and safe. Protect yourself always. Cover thine ass because as it stands. The world at large will not cover your ass for you. No, 99.9% .9 of the people on the planet do not care about you, your life, or anything that happens to you. That's just a stark, cold reality. It sucks, but that's that's where we are. And it's, of those that do care about you, some of them will blame you if something happens to you because you put yourself in that position. You put yourself in a position to be a victim. Strictly speaking, every time you walk out of your house, you're putting yourself in a you position to be You don't even have to, to walk out of your house. They that's come true. to you. But, like, there are certain situations that can be avoided. Please do not follow somebody to their house. 
Or their car. Or their car. Like on a first date. Or out into the woods. You know, like on a first date, this first time you've ever met this person in the flesh or whatever, please do not, for the love of God, please do not like, hey, you want to come back to my place? Sure. If it's somebody you've never met before, please do not go anywhere alone alone with them. With that person. That isn't public. Not, Not your house, not their house, not their car, not the street corner, not anywhere especially if nobody knows you're doing it stay in public especially if none of your friends know where you're going or what like if you're going on a tender date and you've told your friends family whoever hey i'm going on this date with so-and-so on this day at this time still and you you click well enough that you want to like go back to their place watch a movie hook up make sure everybody knows where you're going yeah make sure that you like Text your friend or whatever and be Put like, the hey, out there. I'm going to their, you know, dinner was great. We're going back to whoever's place to hang out. This is the address. If I turn up dead, you know who to look at. Just cover your ass. Always. First rule of life, cover thine own ass first. Yeah. C-Y-A, cover your ass. At this if that point, covers it. Yep, if that covers it. I would say if y'all want any more information about any topic, just, you know, DM us. Let us know. I'll be happy to talk to, you know, yeah. anybody at wanna, any time. If you don't want to DM the Knights of No, because, of course, it's not just me that runs that account. There are other people. My personal, uh, and their mom doesn't really have many social media accounts, so you're not going to be able to get specifically to her. But you can DM oh, me. I will, be, I will be very happy to talk to anyone. You can DM me on Instagram or on Reddit. Uh, my username in both places is Das Space Ace. D-A-S Space Ace. Space Ace. All one word. All together. Hope y'all take care of yourselves. Be good to each other. And please, 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 primarily be good to yourself. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you would like to see behind the scenes stuff or be a guest on this podcast, you can get in touch with us on Instagram at Knights of Nope and on Reddit at u slash Knights of Nope. You can also email us at acasualexchange at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. Send us any comments, concerns, or questions. That's all from us today, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. A Casual Exchange was created by the Knights of Nope. Producing and editing credits go to Dana. This podcast was hosted by Kitty, and the music credits are in the description. 